everybody. Thank you for joining me today. I am Chris Ann Hall. I am a constitutional attorney, and I am here to bring you the news from a constitutional and principled perspective, not from a political or media-driven red meat perspective. So we're not we're not all about all that uh, hype. We're not all about that uh, getting you all emotionally worked up over nothing. But we are a teach show and not a talk show. And I do want to encourage you while I have your attention, because I know some of you will only be here for three seconds. <laughs> Sorry. You can follow us on Rumble, where the full videos are posted as well. We are on DLive. We are on Instagram. We are on LinkedIn. Uh, we are on Spotify, iTunes, Google Music, and did I say Rumble, Christian? Okay. And we are on Rumble Facebook. That's the one that I missed. Everybody say hello. Give a good handshake, wave, thumbs up for to Christian out there. He Everybody knows Christian. And Eternity is sitting inside a shotgun today. She's just learning and watching what's going on. Just something funny, Chris, uh, Eternity. Uh, you remember we were at the Women's for Liberty conference. And if you saw us up on face on Instagram, go ahead and pull that up, Christian. Uh, you saw those pictures from women, uh, moms for, what was it? Moms for Liberty. Yeah. So we were at the Moms for Liberty conference and Christian was there and Eternity was there. And my son Colton was there. And it was so funny, Eternity, because when, uh, Christian, when the audience finally got to see Christian, <laughs> you remember they were like, oh, there's Christian. He's so handsome. <laughs> anyway, uh, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Rumble, iTunes, Google Music, D Live, Anchor FM, LinkedIn, and a plethora of others, which will not include YouTube or Twitter. We are permanently removed from YouTube and Twitter, so don't find me there. But you know what? If you are still on YouTube, if you are still on Twitter, I would be very happy if you shared our stuff in those places and help us reach an audience that we can't reach. Just as a little teaser for our uh, social media, if uh, on uh, Instagram and Facebook I, and LinkedIn the other day, I posted a post. Christian, go ahead and put up the media thing. Uh, media and celebrities are not turning their backs on their back on Joe. Media and celebrities are always loyal to the party, not Joe. And the party wants Joe gone before 2024. And by the way, as I mentioned in this post, I am fully convinced that it is the DNC that has leaked the contents of Hunter Biden's cell phone. So the world has privy information to Hunter Biden's privy information. I think a lot of that qualifies as oversharing for Hunter Biden. But I sincerely believe that those explicit and damning and very bad taste videos by and for Hunter Biden were leaked by the DNC because they do not want Joe running in 2024. 
I believe there might be too many people that are actually protecting Joe so they can't, you know, I don't know, JFK him. But they don't want him running in 2024. So they're going to do everything they can to destroy his image. So they have the opportunity to run someone else. Who would that be? Well, you'll have to ask somebody else, somebody who cares. Because uh, I don't really care who runs for president in the Democrat Party. Because they're not going to choose anyone that is constitutional. So... Find somebody who cares who the DNC runs for president, and they might be able to give you some insight on who might replace Joe. But for me, six of one, half a dozen of other, they're all going to be the same. So, Christian, what do we have coming up next in our lineup? Because I forgot. Oh, okay. The press, which the press conference. Yeah, right. Okay, so put that picture up there. We have uh, several pictures there, but you can just leave it on the first one there. Uh, Ron DeSantis, Governor Ron DeSantis, had a press conference this week, and the title of the press conference was Government of Laws, Not Woke CEOs. And let me tell you, this press conference was very, very insightful. And Governor DeSantis' administration, along with several of the legislators, and I met the new incoming Senate, or I'm sorry, House Speaker for the for the state of Florida, and I am very hopeful that he is going to be exponentially better than the last one we had. I know it's not a really high bar, but I do believe he's going to be better. But nonetheless, uh, Governor DeSantis let us know right away that he was not going to be standing for any of this woke bank crap. And it was very interesting to hear someone in DeSantis' opinion expose the fact that it is the woke banking system that has become the 21st century robber barons of America who are waging political war against the rights of the people. So what we have, quite unfortunately, is a negative feedback circle where the government has empowered these corporations through government grants that they don't have to pay back, through congressional protections and immunities from lawsuits, and from basically killing any opportunity for competition. They've created these corporate monsters uh, high above all on the corporate monster scale are the corporate banksters. And these banksters are the ones that are now driving the woke agenda. Let me give you an example. The American people through their legislators approved drilling in Anwar, exploration, drilling and everything. Well, it's the woke banksters who are refusing to fund it. So anybody who wants to engage in exploration for oil has to get a loan from the bank to do it. Well, the woke banksters are refusing 
to support, to financially support anything that has to do with American energy independence. They won't do it. So first you have government regulations that are stopping this from happening. And now you have the woke banksters who are refusing to fund it. You also have PayPal and other bankers that are using social credit scores to determine whether people should be financially supported, should have financial services. Woke banksters are also refusing not just simply loans, but financial services in general to contractors who are helping with the border crisis. So if you want to help, if you're a private contractor and you want to help the state of Texas, you want to help the American people patrol the borders and, and stop this invasion on America, the woke banksters are refusing to give these contractors any financial services whatsoever. But guess what? There's a solution for this. And I'm proud to say I was able to bring this solution to the Florida Speaker of the House and hopefully by way, by proxy to the governor of the state of Florida. And the solution has to be state banks. Those of you who are longtime listeners, longtime watchers here at the Chris Ann Hall Show, you know that I've talked about the state bank system for a very long time. A state banking system was uh, developed in North Dakota. They have a whole they have a whole plan for other states to take and use what they've done to create a state bank. State banks are independent from the FDIC. They are not they are not controlled by the Federal Reserve. And guess what? They offer an independence to the people and to the businesses from the woke bankster options. And the North Dakota State Bank solution can actually be improved in modern day and time with the information that we have to give even more solutions than the current North Dakota State Bank offers. So if you want to stop the woke banksters and the woke financial institutions like PayPal, et cetera, from robbing and stealing from the people, the modern-day robber barons, then encourage your legislators, your governors, to start a state bank. And again, all you have to do is search on the Oracle about North Dakota State Bank plan. It's been there for decades. Uh, we actually have a video clip because I did video the con the press conference with Ron DeSantis. And I just want you to see a little bit of it. Go ahead and roll that, Christian. Around the country, based on these, and so you know, these are shots where you take all these boosters and still get infected. There is no justification to impose those mandates on anybody, right. and whether it's federal contractors, which is still being litigated as on hold, whether it's how some of these people in the military have just been treated so horribly, uh, this is just wrong. And so hopefully they'll use this as an opportunity uh, to admit that he was wrong, reverse those policies, uh, let people earn a living, 
Why should people choose between a job they need and a shop they don't want? Right. It's not a choice that we put them in Florida. We don't make people make that choice. We protect their right to make these decisions. And so uh, I think the military people that have been let go, they should be, you know, we have this massive recruiting problem. Hire back the people that you fired because of the bats. I mean, they, they were doing it. They weren't fired because of performance. It was because of this one uh, choice which most of these military members had already recovered from COVID-19. You know, they used to criticize me for saying that you have immunity uh, through prior infection. Uh, the media would now all the studies show that, so they kind of begrudgingly have to admit it. But that was obvious you know, a long time ago. And so, so it's just wrong to be, to be doing that, to marginalize all these folks. Um, and quite frankly, I think some of the mandates are... And all right, Christine can bring me back. So um, he started off talking about general things and then he went into the woke banks. If you want to and are interested in what Governor DeSantis says about the current event issues that are important and the woke bank, uh, stopping the woke banks in the state of Florida, you can go to my Facebook page where the full press conference is posted. You can also hear how Governor DeSantis is bringing state regulation charges against the gay nightclub that was that uh, had an event for children, uh, a transgender drag queen event for children, and how the state of Florida's licensing system is coming up against that. So when we come back after the break, we're going to talk about a, a major legal victory here in America that just happened. Um, I'm pulling it up here. Let's see. That, that just happened uh, today. Today is the 29th. Yes, just happened today. And this is the major story of today. You don't want to miss this major legal victory Kudos to Liberty Council for what they're doing. And we are going to then show you after that, in spite of what's happening, what the Biden administration is still doing. And it's absolutely despicable. Christian, go ahead and pray, play the our Breathe Easy during the break. And when we come back, we'll have these very important stories for you. Hi, I'm Rob. And I'm Matt. We're from Breathe Easy. I just wanted to remind you to download the Breathe Easy app today. The Breathe Easy app is the tool for the patriot to build the patriot economy, one vote at a time. Find your patriot businesses, spread the word, and live your life. Download the Breathe Easy app today. It's available on the App Store and the Google Play Store right now. Major, major legal victory today at the hands of Liberty Council, our friends at Liberty Council, who are fighting for the rights of religious liberty for all of those who refuse to take the jab based on religious objections. Uh, Christian, go ahead and throw that up there on the screen. Uh, you can go to my Instagram, my Facebook, my LinkedIn pages, and you can find this. I also have on Insta on uh, LinkedIn and Facebook the link to the Liberty Council post. But today, this morning, 
uh, workers settled a COVID shot mandate uh, for $10.3 million. Million dollars. Liberty Council settled the nation's first class wide lawsuit for healthcare workers over a COVID shot mandate for more than $10.3 million. The class action settlement against North Shore University Health System is on behalf of more than 500 current or former healthcare workers who were unlawfully discriminated against and denied religious exemptions from their COVID shot mandates. Now, what's really interesting, guys, and and I've said this, but I want you I want you to under, I've said this on on the Instagram post, but I want you to know why we're able to elaborate more on the show than I am on the post, but I want you to know why I'm about to say this. This 10.3 million dollar settlement in my humble opinion, is infinitely more powerful than a Supreme Court opinion. Because the Supreme Court can issue an opinion, and frankly, as as nice as the opinions have been, some of them have been as late, um, they have been crafting their opinions in such a way that you're not really sure how good they are. And they always leave room for the government to have more power. And a $10.3 million settlement sends a clearer message to private businesses than a Supreme Court opinion ever would. And this $10.3 million settlement opens the door for and and sets a precedent for many, 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 many other lawsuits out there. But the precedent isn't, let's take it all the way to court. The precedent is, let's settle this because it's not going to turn out well for us. So what we're going to see with this kind of precedent I believe, is many lives affected. If your, biz, if your company is threatening you, if your company has put you on administrative leave, if your company has fired you and you actually want your job back, this is a very powerful thing that has happened for you. And I believe it opens the door for many other, other people to benefit as well. So the Liberty Council attorney and our friend, um, I'm trying to, so many people are, (laughs) so many people are clicking on my, my thing. I can't get it to come up. Um, just one second. I would, I wanted to read to you a quote from our friends from Liberty Council and our Our friends at Liberty Council say that this victory will secure the majority of the employees 
Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. This looks very disorganized, but social media is not cooperating with me. So I'm trying to get this to you. So I'm not lying to you. Okay. Why is this not working? <laughs> I think there's just too many people clicking. So $23,000 each employee that was fired in violation of their right to religious liberty. $23,000 for each employee that was fired and the opportunity to get their job back. And a $3,000 payout to those who took the jab to keep their job when their, their um, religious exemption was denied. So $23,000 may not sound like a lot of money, but it's not the money, guys. It's the precedent. And what this does is it hits them in their pocketbooks. And $10.3 million might not be a lot for some of the big pharma hospitals. But it's enough to get their attention. And that's why I think this is a really, really big deal. And so the bad news is, this is the good news for our healthcare workers. The bad news is, that the Biden administration is still pushing vaccine mandates for federal employees and for our service members, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard, and for our National Guard. You heard Governor DeSantis talk about that in his press conference. Well, that press conference was on Monday. Was that right, Eternity? press conference. The press conference was on Monday. And so many things have happened since Monday that I think that Governor DeSantis's remarks would have been even stronger today than they were on Monday. So we're going to take a short break. Uh, we're going to, when we come back from the short break, I'm going to give you this story of this, these despicable, despicable things that the Biden administration is doing to our service members today, tomorrow, and over the next few months. So please, please join us after this break. You don't want to miss this. This makes me so angry. It makes me so angry. I actually did a separate video that's already been posted on social media. So come back after the break and I'll explain it to you in detail. Go ahead. One thing to realize there's something that needs to be done. But there's a whole nother thing in knowing what it takes to stand. You've got to count the cost. The only way you can do that is if you are filled with truth and filled with courage. People will tamely surrender their liberties nor be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. He said, but on the contrary, when the people become universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink underneath their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. It's got 
to be bigger than you. It's got to be bigger than now. It's got to be about our future. You cannot lose your liberty and stay who you are because God wove that into your spirit and made you free. LibertyFirstSociety.com, where you can get the education on American history, an education on the U.S. government, the Constitution, that the founders of our Constitutional Republic want you to have. Simple enough for a sixth grader, but detailed, deep study, enough for the serious scholar. LibertyFirstSociety.com. Make sure you go there today, sign up your yourself, sign up your family, and let's get the best education possible out there about how government's supposed to work and our role in government. So you need to know what the Biden administration is doing now. You know what, Christian, I was thinking I should have told you this during the break. Go ahead and play the video I made today. I'll stop you when I want you to stop it, but just go ahead and play it. Are you ready for it? Yes? Okay, go ahead. The executive agencies, the Department of Defense, and the Department of Homeland Security are destroying lives. They're destroying the lives of those people who have pledged their own lives to the defense of our Constitution and to the defense of the American people. They are defying court orders, they are defying the Constitution of the United States, and they are defying the rights of the people to religious liberty. Service members, Army, Air Force, Navy, Marines, Coast Guard, are being told no matter how long they've been in service, they have 30 days to take a vaccine that even the doctors admit does not work. Our servicemen and women are being told they have 30 days to take a vaccine that doesn't work or they are going to lose their jobs. Defying court orders, defying the Constitution, and defying their right to religious liberty. Some of these people in service, 19 plus years. If that doesn't make you angry, something inside of you is broken. And what I want you to understand is that this does not have to happen. No, it should not happen, but it doesn't have to happen either. We are not powerless in this. There are many people out there fighting. Liberty Council is fighting. Um, just last week, wasn't it last week, Christian? We had Attorney Davis Yance on. We did an interview with Attorney David Yance, who is fighting for military religious exemptions. Do you have a piece of that? that interview you can play for everybody and then what is the episode number okay so it's episode 1461 on rumble 
Christian's going to pull up just a piece of it, just so you can see. We had a great interview, and Attorney Davis Yance is fighting for military religious exemptions. And nobody's learning about this stuff. The media is not covering this. And the media is not covering how successful these fights are. These fights are. As a matter of fact, it's Attorney David, Davis Yance who, who has the military panels, right? He's a former JAG uh, officer, now working as a civilian to help our service members and has successfully argued in front of a military panel where a military panel said that the vaccine mandates are an unlawful order. Unlawful order. Have you got it, Christian? All right, go ahead and show them a bit of it. The undersecretary, I'm signing a memo that says, this is fine, it's a lawful order, you can do this. Not even a military deputy undersecretary, right? Like. Right. That's literally the legal basis on which they started this this whole process is there's a memo where someone says they think it's interchangeable. Therefore, we're going to ignore federal statutes. We're going to ignore the law and and push this out. So it's been it's been wild. So just understanding the military bureaucracy, fighting through that and just the information gap and this idea in the military, people are going to put their heads down. Just do what they're told. Right. Middle management's going to do what they're told. Well, hire says it's okay, so I'm going to follow through on this. That's been a huge challenge. You know, it's very interesting because we deal with these issues, the same type of principal error with the Constitution. You know, the big question would be, which should be a simple logical pro progression of thought, um, if the FDA was this approve meant the same thing as an emergency use authorization, then why did they go through the trouble to say in statute that you can't mandate the emergency use like you can the FDA? You know? All right, bring me back. And that's what I So you need to go and watch this interview because this interview breaks down how the military panels are coming back with the decision that no this is not a lawful order this is an unlawful order which means that our commands do not have to follow the order for mandating vaccinations that an officer over his command can refuse to enforce the vaccine mandate because it is not a lawful order and they have those in command who are refusing they're refusing because they understand their oath is to the Constitution of the United States. These mandates violate the Constitution. Their oath is to support, defend the Constitution of America. And these, uh, these mandates are violating the rights of Americans, even service members. And they're refusing to enforce them. And the courage and the character to stand on principle like that is unfortunately rare. We have way too many commanders, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, and Coast Guard who are saying, oh, I'm so sorry. I wish I didn't have to do this. This breaks my heart, but it's, it's an order. I have to follow orders. I'm sorry, if you are an officer in the US military, 
You do not take an oath to follow orders. You need to refresh your memory on your oath, officers. Your oath is to the Constitution of the United States to defend the Constitution of the United States, not to follow orders. As a matter of fact, your oath specifically on purpose does not say that you have to follow orders. Your oath is to the Constitution because your oath, your Constitution is superior to any order. So you can't have like they had in Nuremberg when the Nazi soldiers were like, I'm sorry, I was putting those people in the gas chamber. It's, you know, don't blame me. I was just following orders. Well, it didn't work in Nuremberg. So why should commanders, Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, be using the same defense that Nazi soldiers used when your oath specifically excludes obedience to orders so you won't have that excuse. So you won't be tempted by that excuse. We need people in command with courage and character who will say, I will not enforce this order. I will not out-process my people. I will not. There is plenty of evidence. The Biden administration, the Department of Justice, the, the Department of Homeland Security, the secretaries of the military are all defying court orders. They are defying the Constitution of the United States. And our commands do not have to follow these orders. As a matter of fact, I will say to you most vehemently, verily, verily, I say to thee, your job is to refuse to enforce these orders. That is your job. That is your oath. So the video clip I showed you is, is seven minutes long. It's on Rumble. It's on DLive, it's on Twitch, it's on Instagram, it's on LinkedIn, it's on Facebook. Take it and share it. Because guess what? On our watch, this is happening. And we are not powerless, people. Our ignorance makes us powerless. Our ignorance robs our courage. We are not powerless. We pay government. They are our employees. I want you to understand what is happening to our service members. If this makes you angry, you are paying for it. The American people are withholding from our service members their jobs and their pensions. We are doing that because we're allowing those who work for us to do it. We are not powerless. 
unite with your friends, your family members, your neighbors, your local veterans, your business owners, unite together and demand that this stop now. How is it that the secretaries of our military, that the Department of Homeland Security, the Department of Defense, the President of the United States can openly, blatantly, boldly defy court orders that are consistent with the Constitution and the rights of the people? with immunity, impunity. Because we think we're powerless. That's the only reason. That's the only explanation. Because the American people have been taught that they're powerless, so they do nothing but get mad and wait for a ballot box. The silence of our congressmen, the silence of our senators is deafening, and we have to say something. Our silence, and I'm not talking about social media. Social media is practically silence. Our inactivity, our lack of accountability for these people is louder than anything you type on social media. So the solution, are you ready? Because somebody's like, well, what do we do, Christine? There's a solution. Unite together and do something. You get 50 people to call your representative every day. You get 50 people to call and email your, your representative, your senator every day. I mean, it takes two minutes. Pick up the phone, dial a call. The aide will come. The, the answering machine will come. You leave your 30-second message and you say, thank you very much. I'll be waiting for a reply. And you do that. Not once, not twice, not three times. You do that every single day until you see a response. Not until you get a response. You have to see results. Why every single Republican House and Senate member is not on the television on the radio, on social media, every stinking day talking about this. I will never know. Boy, they sure do talk about how much they, they want to support our service members when it's time for election, don't they? When they want to wrap themselves in the American flag and get your vote. But the bottom line is this. Your word only matters when it really counts. And that's where you show who your true character is. I have made this show. I have made that seven minute video to help you educate and unite the people together for this. Emails, phone calls, 
assemblies every day until you see results. It's not enough to be angry. It's not enough to be irritated. Anger without works is dead. And it's time for us to stop because guess what? The precedent we create with our silence will create a future for America we do not want. The decisions we make today will impact generations to come. And we either sit back and we watch this happen. And then we sit back and we watch the invasion happen because we are defenseless here on our own soil. Or we say something, we do something now. And we stop this from happening on our watch. It really is a difference between liberty and servitude, freedom and slavery. Because if we are defenseless on our own soil, you don't even want to know what reality looks like then. I don't want to I don't want to interject this cuz it may sound trite, but you need to go watch a series called The Man in the High Castle. Go watch the series The Man in the High Castle. It's kind of like a science fiction alternate universe time travel thing. See what it would have been like if World War II had ended differently and get a cleaned up, pleasant Hollywood version of what an occupied America looks like. Because guess what? That's what this administration wants. I am absolutely convinced that's what this administration and every despicable person in DOD and DHS, DHS leadership wants. They want occupied America. And you and I are the only thing that stands between liberty and an occupied America. And no, I'm not talking about Second Amendment and picking up arms. I'm talking about getting control of government through peaceful noncompliance, through peaceful assembly, and through accountability to your representatives. Look, your Congress, your House, and your Senate could stop this now. They could stop this now. Don't let them accept any make any excuses. Don't accept any of their excuses. Oh, the president is the commander in chief. No, the president is not the commander of chief unless there is a declaration of war. When there is no declaration of war, Congress controls the military. It's right there in the writing in the Constitution. So stop eating your constitutional ignorance and start demanding real defense of America. Defense of America is not sending our troops to other soils for other people's battles. Defense of America is having military readiness to defend ourselves from invasion. That's what our military was created for, constitutionally speaking, by the way. For our common 
defense. It's just at another violation of our Constitution by this administration. Negligent, wicked, despicable, disgusting. Anyone who obeys this command to discharge our service members and punish them for their religious liberty. And I don't care if you're married to one of these commanders. I don't care if one of these commanders is your brother or sister. I don't care if one of these commanders is your best friend. If they enforce this order, they ought to be ashamed. Period. Mic drop. Because there's no other discussion. So go watch the seven minute video that we have published everywhere. Share it. I made it to help you activate, educate, and organize. JC and I are going to be in uh, around Columbus, Ohio, weekend after next. Go to chrisannhall.com and click on the calendar and see where we're going to be uh, teaching. Yes, weekend after next. And you can join us. Take a boat, take a car, take a plane, take a train, take an Uber, hire a donkey, whatever you got to do. We're giving our activism boot camp workshop Saturday. You know what, Christian? I think I can go ahead and pull that up on my calendar on chrisannhall.com. I don't know if you can do it faster than I can. chrisannhall.com. And if I could type with my thumbs, I could do it really fast. So I'm sure many of you. Oh, there's the website. Then I click on the calendar. There it is. See, I'm just trying to show you how easy it is for you to do this, too. You pull up the calendar. And then we scroll down to... Is that August? Eternity? I believe it's August. So then you got to forward to the month of August. Yes, it is. So we will be Saturday, August 6th in Sharonville, Ohio. Uh, JC is going to be teaching at a breakfast from 8 to 9.30 in the morning. And... We will be teaching our activism, educate, uh, organize, activate boot camp at Sharonville, Ohio, starting at 10 a.m. So you've got plenty of time to make arrangements to be there. It's a Saturday. You can spend a Saturday with us and learn how to stop the power abuse that's happening, state and federal. You can also join us at libertyfirstsociety.com where you can take the activism boot camp at your leisure. So thank you so much for joining me today. Please take to heart the warnings, put into action the solutions. Help us work together to ensure that our children and their children will be free. That's all I have for you today. Christian, do you have anything for anybody today? Eternity, do you have anything for anybody today? 
All right, guys, thank you so much, and we will see you next time. We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power. And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged one person will stand up. Upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested. Sentenced to a week in she jail. She also and tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. You have a chance to fight.